Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, back from the dead. We haven't recorded in about a month, but we are here, we are free, and we have some time on our hands. I am your host, the ever-not-a-cake and gorgeous Anthony Dietrich. I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude? Doing, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. Officially back in Danger Bay for the, the holiday Yeah, break. the mayor has returned to take us yes. through. So I'm looking forward to having some uh, short time off from school and also seeing you, Anthony, in person and, uh, yeah. in the coming days, which will be fun. Yeah, notice how I didn't say I'm, co- I'm ever COVID-free now. I, I I'm had to get tested so many damn times at this point. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't want to risk it now. So we're, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll play it by ear. You know, a couple of drivers lately have been having some issues with that. I know uh, we lost... Uh, the opportunity to see Lewis Hamilton go for seventy five percent win percentage this season because of it. Yeah, we uh, we had but some we really got, good racing. I think we got. I think we got a nice little uh, uh, surprise though there. Oh yeah, I mean we had. So the last time we recorded, it was about a month ago. Honestly, it was right um, after the NASCAR championship weekend, and like so, we've had no IndyCar, no NASCAR since, but we've had four F one races since, being mm-hmm. Turkey, Bahrain one, Bahrain two, and then uh abu dhabi and honestly turkey through both races at bahrain were just so much going on in each of those races we had turkey we had like a a wet to dry race and lewis hamilton changed tires mid-run from uh intermediates to slicks because that's how good he is and won by Mm -hmm. like 30 seconds but he's just so good and then bahrain we had the scariest crash probably either of us have ever seen in our lives with mm-hmm. Roman Grosjean. And then we had probably, I'm not even lying, probably my favorite race I watched all year being the uh, secure Grand Prix on the Bahrain Outer Oval. Which I don't was... know if I'd say that's my favorite, but that was definitely the most intriguing because yeah. uh, as someone who was rooting for Georgie Boy there, that was not my favorite. And then Abu Dhabi, which, well... Is Abu Dhabi. Is Abu Dhabi. <laughs> a very flat, fun track around a rich person's marina. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yas, um, marina. Yas. So, yeah, I want to go back to Turkey, because it seemed like everyone was just trying their darndest not to spin out and 
Meanwhile, Botas was just going for the record for how many Spinellas he could get in a single race. I think he reached six by the mm-hmm. end of it. Um, Turkey was a lot of fun. I, I still find it hilarious. Like, we all talk about, like, the Red Bulls spinning out and everything. But, I, I mean, on the last lap, Leclerc has the position for the podium. Absolutely yeah. just destroys the last corner and ends up Sebastian Vettel gets his final podium for Ferrari and what only a way Sebastian Vettel could do it in 2020 and that's mm-hmm. with the help of Leclerc absolutely boofing it. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh. It was a beautiful ending to such a great story yeah. of Sebastian speaking Vettel's of, career. Speaking of Turkey, how was your Thanksgiving, Anthony? Dude, my Thanksgiving was pretty pretty okay, honestly. Uh lots of good food though, I will say. How was yours? It was good. We had a uh so the Costello family does a tradition every year the night before Thanksgiving. We call it the injection party. No, we don't do heroin. We uh, pretty sure. much just have a bunch of people bring their turkeys over, and then we inject it with, like, the different um, seasonings or whatever. And it's like, we've made it, uh, like I said, a tradition. We got, like, a bunch of people over here wearing masks, of course, and just drinking beer, having a good time. I just don't understand how, like, why call it an injection party? Like, even if you don't think that, like, this is a heroin party, that's still a very unfortunate name for just, like, you know, basting and seasoning your turkeys. See, I would just call it a seasoning party or see, a we have party. The, the party the traction has is because of the name. People see seasoning party, they're like, oh, that's lame. But injection party, I mean, you get a couple crackheads show up and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what you should start doing is you um you get those uh needle or fake needles that they have at like theme parks for the Halloween stuff. Oh, the, like the jello- shot needles, yeah, the Jello shots. Yeah, yeah dude, you do that. <laughs> I mean, Halloween is technically not over just because the month of October is is mm-hmm. over. You know, so you got that. that extra month to do it. Potential, potential. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you have some potential for the next injection party. I'd love to uh bring my turkey over next year if you'll have me. I'm down, bro. We'll be here. Hell, hell we'll yeah, here. hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, overall, Thanksgiving is a is one of my favorite holidays of the year. Fortunately, uh, this past year was not really the most memorable, I guess, but uh, definitely a lot of drama. My my family is a fun, fun time, and you know, just glad to be back in Tampa. I'm gonna be staying here for Christmas too, so. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be it'll it'll be nice. Uh, nice little Christmas in the Bay. So back to racing. We talked about Turkey, and then we had that doubleheader in Bahrain that was so anticipated. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'm sitting – I was still at home because I was home for Thanksgiving break, and I was about to go back up to FSU. And then I'm like, you know, this race will be over by 11. I'll be on the road, you know, be be back by 3. And then first lap, you just see some massive explosion. explosion. I'm like, that was weird. I thought I saw a car go there. And then sure enough, Roman Grosjean ripped his car in half, which is yeah. – yeah. Yeah, that was absolutely yeah. horrifying. I I still to this day, like trying to watch replays, I've been trying to figure out where in the hell Roman's cockpit was. Like they showed pictures of it after the wreck and I'm still like I don't see anything. That is yeah. like doesn't look like anything to me. Yeah. Um it was it's still baffling to me when I rewatch the replays how he survived that crash because I mean I don't understand. I kind of get why we still have armco barriers but at this point you know that's if a wreck like that can happen on a straightaway it can happen anywhere and there's yeah. a lot of armco i can understand it for circuits like monaco you're not going all that fast at monaco mm-hmm. honestly so it makes a little bit of sense there 
But at Bahrain, where you're going, you're hitting speeds, especially in a DRS uh, zone right there. You're, you're hitting some pretty high speeds, and that's a wall that's angled out towards the track. That's that's very very dangerous. I hope the FIA will you know try to make some renovations to some of these tracks that have dangerous walls like that, so we don't ever have to worry about a driver's immediate safety like that because obviously no one knew for 20 seconds until he came out of hell itself yeah. to uh Grosjean's safety and thank god we can mostly joke about it because i mean you know it's that that was very close to tragedy extremely close extremely i mean the the, the halo bar saved his life and oh it's yeah very ironic considering Grosjean was one of the uh, louder people about not having the Halo system, and it literally saved his life. So the F1 gods are kinder than we think. Yeah, I mean, we've seen... I don't know if it's just the racing over the last three years of F1, but we've seen a lot of accidents that are like, damn, this Halo wasn't there. I mean, yikes. Mm-hmm. Like, we had that, what, Spa 2018 where Fernando Alonso got hit in the back by, mm. I think it was Hulkenberg and Leclerc. Yeah, Hulkenberg. Was about to take one. a tire to the face, and then you think, like, George Russell at Spa earlier this year when, I think, Giovinazzi like, spun out and his tire kind of went across the track. That could have been yeah. bad, and then I don't know, it just, open wheel is scary. Open cockpit is even scarier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I'm so glad for this Halo. Honestly, if you can avoid any tragedy at any cost, do it. So, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm there's, happy with that. Like, but Grosjean's I want to say one more thing about Grosjean's thing like his that accident reminded me a little bit of Kyle Busch's accident from Daytona in 2015 where he Mm -hmm. just hit that awkward wall and it's like I mean Kyle Busch's car didn't go through it but like just that angle where you're pretty much heading straight it's just eh. it was just a weird accident in general yeah I mean no one I guess they didn't expect anyone to get you know turned Sideways there, I mean, yeah. straight away, but it's... and it wasn't even really like Kvyat didn't do anything there. Like Grosjean cut across him because it, no, it was Grosjean's reaction. fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. but damn. I watched a video actually on the chain reaction. It all started in turn one. A bunch of drivers got bottled up. I think it was Albon and Stroll got completely bottled up coming out of one, and then it ended up just everyone started slowing down. And Grosjean was looking for a lane down below and just didn't realize that he was he hadn't cleared Kvyat. And just ended up eating the wall at that point. And it wasn't the end of the day for Kvyat there, because then he ends up uh, taking out Stroll, and that one he actually did get penalized for. Flipped him. Literally, like, I forgot. I tweeted that out, like, as soon as he flipped. I was like, this is really about to be the most forgotten flip. I already forgot about it. Mm -hmm. Just a nice slow rollover after a near-fatal accident. (laughs) No one remembered. Stroll just did so casually. Yeah, yeah. But it was good to see... uh, not only him, but Sergio Perez come back next week, and not only after you know they're both not finishing, yeah, to, you know, not Sergio with to their own faults, but not only getting on the podium, but Sergio Perez with his first career win. Which I mean, that race, Anthony, when I said earlier, that was probably my favorite race all year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we had so much. We had George Russell, not only you know one shot in the Mercedes because Lewis Hamilton unfortunately tested positive for Corona, mm-hmm. but. Just he that first run up to the you know turn one gets by Botas looking like he's in position the whole race and then the whole tire debacle <laughs> which Mercedes never does but wanted to do it like the of one weekend where they... people were rooting for them and then he his charge back he probably would have won that race too yeah 
And then the the freaking puncture, which just broke and everyone's heart. Literally, and it, it probably was from the Jack Aiken accident right probably in was. front of Pit Road, which is, which is... even more ironic mm-hmm. considering that Aiken was um, the replacement for George Russell and the Williams. Mm-hmm. So Williams had no intentions of letting George Russell win. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so unfortunate. It's like the first time ever that Mercedes Pit crews make a mistake all season. It's got to be for Georgie boy. Yeah. It's just like I can imagine that radio just uh, Bono wrong tires. <laughs> Bono, Funny I have enough, the like, wrong. I have the wrong tires, mate. I just realized. I think after Bahrain and Abu Dhabi, or Bahrain two, and then Abu Dhabi, where Max won. There's really not much to talk about that race. Just Max started first, finished first. Botas second to second. Lou was third to third. That would be our F one minute right there. That would be our F one mm-hmm. one second. Um, I mean, but out of the, I think the big thing though out of Abu Dhabi. Is the fact that McLaren secured P3 and the constructors for the first time in God knows how long. My team! Yeah, dude. What, how so how are you feeling going into 2021 now that you're going to have uh, Danny Rick and, and Lando just with that momentum? See, it's... Lando, I'm, I'm so, like... Like, I love, I love Lando. Like, his personality is great. But, like, in terms of being a driver, like... I'm always surprised by how good he is. But then I'm also, like... Is he good? Like he's so mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not gonna say his consistency isn't there, but like he outqualified Signs this year, like nine to mm-hmm. eight, which I did not expect. But then Signs got him in points. But like I feel like Signs had so many more moments where he was like closer. I don't know if it's just because of Monza where he almost won that race or whatever. But like Signs had curious. two podiums this year, didn't he? This year? Yeah, yeah. didn't he have two podiums? He had. Well, he had Monza, and then mm-hmm. I'm trying to think anywhere. I don't think he had anywhere else. Well. I will say, it felt like Sainz was also doing a lot more recovery drives, too. Yeah, that too. Like, that too. I don't know. Sainz is definitely the better driver than Lando right now. S- Lando's also 21 years old. I think that he's vibing. He's younger than me. That's how you know. He's yeah, he's literally young. a child, uh, yes. according according to the Kevin Spectrum. So, yes. <laughs> you know, by that paradox, Danny Rick is literally AARP at this point and should be able to take Lando under his wing next year and make that team competitive for wins hopefully Probably i said mercedes. it again mercedes is just gonna be like listen we're going for 100 percent next year i said it before and i'll say it again the marketing director for mclaren motorsport next year has the easiest job on planet earth yes because those two drivers do a better job than any other drivers of putting themselves out there so it's yeah easy dub so i think speaking of next year's uh f1 lineup we pretty much have it all figured out now at this point uh the news that haas was getting rid of Grosjean and Magnussen. We now have uh, Mick Schumacher finally getting the call up. And then a man by the name of Nikita Marzipan, which I know I didn't say that right, but I'm doing it (laughs) on purpose because why should a guy like that get any of my respect? He has just caused nothing but controversy since getting the seat. And it's just, listen, I I don't know. I don't think he's going to lose the ride because his dad is worth like $11 quadrillion. Yeah. But... (laughs) His like, dad makes he's doing his darndest Stroll to... look like a broke Daddy's boy. cashed my tires. Yes. <laughs> I, I just I don't even know if this guy's any good. Honestly, I didn't watch enough F2 to know. I know that he wasn't bad. He was like a consistent sixth place <laughs> he's, driver. He's competitive. Like, he's for sure. I don't know, like, how I mean, good his F2 team is. But I, I'd say, yeah, for sure, Schumacher's going to wipe the floor with him. I will say, if Haas scores five points next year, which is a like imagine just being like yeah five points are our goal considering you only scored three this year yeah like you you, if you can double your points next year that's a huge upgrade especially considering you will have two rookies 
and, and you know, I mean, I, I'm not sure what Nikita's going to do, and I'm not sure what the FIA is going to do about him. They've already—I I know Haas has already warned him about his thing. Like, I, listen, groping a, a drunk girl and posting on Instagram is not okay. Like, I I know that she said that they're friends, but I I feel like there's something wrong with Nikita to think that he can just post that. I don't do like, with that with my friends. I don't know about you. Listen, man, we 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 don't we don't give each other touch. Like I kiss the homies. I'll kiss oh yeah, kiss the homies good night. Yeah, of I kiss the homies good night. But they they we have consent for that. They're yeah. not drunk, and I and I kiss them good night when when it's consensual. But I mean, he he's not the driver that also drives like a douchebag on the highway and then posts it. That's an F three driver, right? Oh, that's uh, well, well, that's most was... Floridians. <laughs> Yes, that that was him, but it's also another guy as well. I know who you're talking well, about. Well, listen, man, I don't know. The FIA is just like, uh, we do love money. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, not even do. the FIA. It's Haas's thing. I mean, I, I don't mean, blame like... Gunter's going to have an absolute just nightmare. Oh, my God. Yeah, Draft to Survive is, you could do all 10 episodes of Haas of just Gunter Dude. yelling at Nikita. Can we just go back real quick to Drive to Survive? What Do you know if they were doing the episodes at, at Bahrain? Oh, yes, they were. All uh, right. Do you know which team they were following? I want to say they were with Racing Point for Perez's win. That would be fucking lit. And then I want to say they were with McLaren with with the Bahrain one. But I think everything shifted to Grosjean after his crash. We might have to just do a Drive to Survive episode at some point. Yeah. I mean, it'll come out. We can go a full review and everything. I know. I'm I'm so excited to watch it. I know. So, Kevin, overall, though, this F1 season, like, fucking mint. Oh, I honestly don't think I've ever said this in my life before, but I think I had more fun watching F1 this year than I did any other motorsport. Oh, just, okay. Come on, man. I just think Xfinity because was the best. There were, okay, you got me there. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you got me there. Because F1 at least had dud races. Xfinity did not miss. But, like, in terms of, like, just surprise shock value, like, F1 delivered so much. I don't know if that's because mm-hmm. the expectations are just lower. I mean, they are, if we're yeah. being honest. It's, like, we had the longest, I was trying to say it earlier, the longest Mercedes not winning a race streak was two races, and we are currently on two races because they didn't win the last two races. Yeah, it's <laughs> wild. Whereas, like, so the parody's not there, but, like, in terms of podium parody, it was great. Um, yeah. I mean, like, Lando got his, Lando got a podium in the first race on maybe the right? greatest there drives was just, there we've was ever so seen many, on the last lap. So many good moments, just, like... Danny Rick th- drinking out of his shoe twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, Checo and... and Pierre getting their first wins. I mean, dude, Gasly getting his first win should have been like the biggest story. And then Perez is like, hold, hold my beer. I still think Gasly's was more in like shock value just because it was literally the first non Mercedes win in the turbo or first non Mercedes Red Bull Ferrari win in the turbo hybrid era, which was, I mean, seven years coming. I was going to say the racing point is still a Mercedes win. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So, like, yeah, Perez winning definitely was, I mean, I said my favorite race of the year, but that was also because of George's storyline and mm-hmm. everything. Um, but, yeah, well, I mean, what a what a season overall. And I, uh, I'm i glad I, I fell in love with F1 this year. Yeah, I will say also the, the silly season has for F1 this year, I, I it's next level shit. So, I mean, at this point, we still don't know who's in the Red Bull seat for next year. It's all lining up to be Sergio Perez. And I've also heard rumors we would that, think Al- that they're yeah <laughs> we think that and then it's gonna be fucking Hulkenberg or something or maybe they just retain Albon jokes on them 
Um, they are retaining Albon, though. I did hear that he will still be at Red Bull as a test driver. For yeah, I saw a rumor about that. We'll see I, how. I, I kind of hope so. Because I feel like if they do get Perez, Perez probably isn't doing more than two years. He's 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 gonna probably retire soon. You know. I mean, he's he's one of the older guys, but he has a financial backing, and he's probably at mm-hmm. his peak right now. Definitely at his peak, and I'm really hoping that if he does get the Red Bull seat, we'll we'll finally see a competitive one-two at Red Bull again since they had Danny Rick there. So, I mean, here here's hoping. I do feel bad for Albon, but he's young. He'll get another opportunity, I'm sure. It's it's just tough because I feel like the second driver to Verstappen in the last two years, they've been trying just to put them into Max's car. And Max drives like a pissed off European, so it's definitely a lot harder for yeah. for his number two driver to uh, understand that car. So I don't know; it's tough. What, I, I, what were your overall thoughts on uh, the season? What was your favorite moment? Man, I loved Lando just absolutely driving balls to the wall at Austria. I've never yelled so hard at my TV for an F one <laughs> race before. Um, that was awesome. I mean, the entire Turkish Grand Prix, because not only did I watch that lot, like, I get to watch it, I stayed up all night to watch it. Like, we went out drinking that night, responsibly, and we got back to my buddy's apartment, I want to say at, like, 3.30, um, and I thought the race is at 7, so I'm like, I'm gonna take a three-hour nap and wake up, and I turn, like, my phone on, and I realize this race is on in an hour, so I've got to, like, keep myself awake. And then not only did I keep myself awake uh, for the race to start, I stayed up the entire time because it was so exciting. And That's impressive. I mean, it was tough. I didn't go to bed till 7 that day, and then I woke up around, like, noon for football. So I was just dead that entire morning. Good but Sunday, though. That was fun. Yeah, it was a great Sunday. Um, I don't know. Kevin, what was your favorite moment? I'd say I, I had some people watching uh, the the Perez win with me at my apartment, so that was fun to actually share that moment with a couple F1 fans up in Tallahassee mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then yeah, I was I watched that first race in Austria where we didn't we th- we still thought Ferrari was kind of good, which was why that McLaren yeah. podium was even more important. Oh, oop. Um, little did we know. So, but that, I mean, you know, it's so cool to see Lando uh, and like his his reaction over the radio and all that was brought it was a beautiful. smile. It was it was a great way to kick off the season too, especially you know after the, I mean, because they were off for more than half a year because they like COVID hit at the worst possible time for them. Like, oh right yeah, into... and we lost a lot of races that mm-hmm. we were supposed to have, and we gained a lot that we didn't even anticipate. I mean, we got to go to Mugello for the first time. We I'd never seen Portugal before. That was really cool. We went to San Marino for the first time in like a decade. Yeah. They were um, saying Portugal might come back next year. God, I that, hope so. That was a great that number track. four slot. That was like originally supposed to be Vietnam, but on the calendar right now it's TBC. So to be, we'll probably never see Vietnam, which is a huge unfortunate thing because I mean it is a. It's in track. the video game. <laughs> I mean, dude, I've seen it race enough times in F one twenty twenty. I understand, but that long back straightaway would oh, yeah. be absolutely hilarious. I hate driving so, it in in twenty twenty because I can't figure out for the life of me the like turns where they kind of look like mushroom tops. If you know oh, what yeah, I'm talking about, are, yeah. those are tough. You got to hit like an apex, like yeah. the weirdest, like a spot. triple apex. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, but yeah, F one. Wow, wanna. No longer we can joke about F one. Uh, I feel like I think it's it's officially become 
a staple of this podcast to now respect it. So I think the new, I think we need a new slogan, Kevin. We love and respect F1 on this podcast. But not as much as Brandon Jones. Not as much as Brandon Jones, but we That's love fair. and respect it all the same. That's fair. That's fair. And Ty Dillon. We love and respect Ty Dillon in this house. So transitioning to some, uh, some cool news for us on the personal side. Do you want to kind of tease some things a little bit? Andrew? Yeah. So um, I teased a little bit about on Twitter about how we had a tricky interview coming up. And um, we actually were on a podcast with the Pocono Raceway people, their PR team, the guys that run everything on the media side. It was really, really fun. Uh, we got Kevin, Kevin, JJ, and oh, man. My, There's three Kevins on one podcast. It was, it was very insane how we had intriguing. three Kevins on the same podcast. Like, oh man, we. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. Damn, <laughs> it was literally just there. Chrissy, right? Chrissy, Chrissy. Yeah. yeah. It was so cool getting to hang out with those guys, and we can't wait for that interview to drop. We got some really cool things that happened in that episode. Definitely gonna want surprises happened. And definitely I, gonna want to watch that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, when that ha- drops, please, guys. I I'm telling you, I'll even repost it on like SoundCloud. Like you oh, guys, I'm sharing, need on, I'm sharing it. it on every social media. Yeah, I it's got. getting yeah. shared everywhere. That is one of the coolest things we've ever gotten to do, and I think it's opening the door now to a lot of other cool things that are gonna happen. Um, in the off season, we got some free advertising last Monday, Kevin. I don't know if you got to see it. But the 2017-2020 SECA champion, Preston Partis, put our podcast on his car for Monday Night Racing. Oh, we beat Kyle Busch. We beat Kyle Busch. He beat Kyle Busch. He beat Dylan Welch. He beat a lot of drivers. Homie won in incredible fashion. Um, I was watching the whole race with him, too. And I just, like, as soon as he came off turn four and he was like, we did it. I'm just like, are you serious? We we actually won? (laughs) Yeah. I I am so happy for Preston. It was his first career uh, Monday Night League racing, so yeah. that's or win. So good for him. Shout out P Financial, a dude, absolute no. favorite of the podcast. Who I yeah. did got... can now officially confirm did stare him in the eyes at a <laughs> St. Pete and thought he was Will Rogers. So I didn't say hi because I hadn't conversed with Will yet. But oh well. I'll oh, see you well. in March. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, also have P Financial on the podcast very soon, so be on the lookout for that episode dropping. Uh, hopefully next week. I think we're going to try and plan for that, so that's fun. Uh, anything else, though, happening in your life, Kevin, that's really exciting right now? Some uh, some things in the work that I'm excited to, excited to share in the future is all I'm going to tease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Um, I got bored and I applied to the uh, social media position for uh, Michael Jordan's racing team. I, yes. I, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll hire me because uh, I actually have college background, even though it's not at all in PR. <laughs> no. Oh, speaking, I, 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 I will say an interesting thing from this week on the sponsorship side and NASCAR. The Bubba Wallace is no longer a Coca-Cola driver, but he is now yeah. a Dr Pepper driver. Which honestly, I like Dr Pepper more than Coke, so I'm cool. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, no, first of all, listen, Dr. Pepper is like a 200 IQ soda. It's nectar of the gods. It's delicious. And I know this is not a popular opinion. I actually love Diet Dr. Pepper. I cannot understand why I do, but (laughs) I will go out of my way for that shit. I'm not a diet soda guy, but I'm sure if I was, I would, that would be my There's something about diet soda and the fake sugar they put in the aspartame. My my now ex-girlfriend fucking love that shit and just... Man, I get it. Like that aspartame, it's addictive. <laughs> Won't drink caffeine, but damn it, I'll drink some aspartame. 
So, yeah, that's big for Bubba. We're starting to get some more ideas of what he's going to be doing in 2021 with that car. So hopefully it'll be competitive. I am looking forward to when they do release all the paint schemes. because I know he's DoorDash. I know he's got – he could probably have a Nike car. It wouldn't surprise me. I know. It's DoorDash, Dr. Pepper, Root Insurance. Yes, Root Insurance. Columbia and McDonald's. Damn, I'm surprised about Columbia. I'm excited, like, for a clothing right. brand. They can do so much with that. Listen, um, man, they make some pretty fucking great shirts if you didn't yeah, know that. I do. I have a couple. Yeah. Are, are, they pretty, are they pretty fucking great? They're pretty freaking great, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I'm excited for that one. Uh, what else has happened? I know that they said Daniel Suarez is still a Coca-Cola driver. I saw that. Yeah, you know, 99 will they, have that opportunity they, for some sponsorship. Because now they've lost Larson and Bubba over the last year um, for yeah. Coke, which I'm curious, which to see if they get like an up and coming rookie, like a like a Chase Briscoe, like Tony was a Coke driver, so they yeah, want his you know protege type Briscoe. of thing. That'd I feel cool. like Clint Boyer was a Coke driver when he was. In the I feel like he was at some point. You know, I have a fun God, fact. There were so of, many of them. Back fun in the fact day. about me: I have a giant. Um, I shouldn't say giant, but like a almost life size Tony Stewart cardboard cutout hanging on my garage with the co- it's like a Coca Cola driver thing, and it has bottle caps of all the drivers, and there's like ten of them. I'm pretty sure it was like Michael Waltrip, Dale Jarrett, mm-hmm. um, early two thousands, but it's uh it's still hanging there. <laughs> so there's only five of them right now. It's Denny Logano, Dylan Newman, and Suarez. Yes. Well, I guess Ty Dillon. Could no, also- Ty Dillon was number one. Well, uh, maybe it's time to get him in one. Maybe he should um, sign a deal already. Yeah, we we we, we want to see Ty Dillon in a, in a car, please. Um, <laughs> trying to think, what else is? Uh, he's not in the forty-three. No, that's damn it. Now I'm I'm forgetting where everyone went. No, I remember <laughs> we had that the the talk on Monday, or not Monday, Friday with uh with Pocono. We got some potential inside info about where Ty Dillon may or may not end up. Yeah, there's a there's been a lot of things going like a little more se- silly season ramblings. I know like we didn't get to talk about it. Corey LaJoy is basically only going to run like maybe six races next year. This cap, he's full time at Spire. Might as well just be running six full time races though with Spire. <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, there's only going to be six times that car is ever competitive. Yeah, I mean uh, they w- say they have Hendrick support, but then again, it's Spire. Which okay, to be bad. fair, maybe I'm thinking team... I'm thinking the 32 car is only running like. Yeah, they're only running small time. Fire does indeed have more wins since 2018 than Jimmy Johnson, so I will give him that. Oh, right. But... Eric Jones is in the 43. I can't yes. believe I forgot that. Yes. I mean, we're only, if you think about it, we're only 60 days away from uh, mm-hmm. Speed Weeks, or less than that, yeah. Yeah, no, we've already reached the halfway point of the off season, which is unbelievable. That's nice. That's nice. Um, I'm just looking at the list right now of drivers of the driver list that's coming out i mean i don't know well we did we do know that uh for next year collie racing has got a got a little bit bigger oh yeah aj finally full-time finally we've that's, been waiting on this for a while. i mean he literally like aj is one of those guys especially with the schedule next year that goes from someone who you know would try to steal a couple trophies over the year to someone who's a legit final four contender mm-hmm. yeah it, it's aj allmendinger is now going to give justin allgaier a run for his money as the old man in the field and and honestly yeah. i feel like aj is definitely more poised 
to win a championship coming off of the momentum of last year. So I'm looking forward to seeing AJ in full-time 16, right? Full-time in the... Yeah, we got a couple. 16? I believe it's 16. Because we got a couple swappers. Jeff Burton is going to be full-time in the 10 next year for colleague, which that caught me completely off guard. That's where I thought... What the I fuck? Think that's where we all thought AJ. He was yeah. Going. yeah, I was like, listen, AJ's going to the ten. I don't know what you're talking about. They let AJ keep his branding, so that's good. Yeah, that's nice. Um, what and else? We got happened? Daniel officially eighteen. Terrible herbs to the ninety-eight, which what a move deep into my soul. <laughs> all your ninety-eight merch is just completely useless now. Deep into my soul, it's like a knife. But Dude, just sell it online, man. It's it's, just, it's better to have one more competitive ride at the end of the day than no ride at all. So exactly, yeah. I, I will yeah. say that's that's pretty awesome. But yeah, that with that move, it moves Daniel Hemrick into the eighteen. This, I'm gonna say it. This is Daniel Hemrick's best opportunity to finally get a, a if he doesn't a win. Series, he, he yeah, should he, have already. He should have won, not only in trucks but in the Xfinity by now. Um, yes, and he only had one year in Cup, which I'm not gonna say. You know, anything yeah, about no, that. You, yeah, 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 but like. Yeah, if you don't get into this year, especially in freaking Gibbs equipment, man, like especially you're not going to get it anywhere. Like, you probably are the best Gibbs driver now. You have the most experience. Uh, Brandon Jones well, has second a lot best of experience. Behind, you know, Brandon Jones, but yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, yeah, let's yeah, be yeah, real. Yeah. I, I think you know, even though Brandon Jones has wins, I think Daniel Hemrick is actually a very good driver that doesn't know how to close the door or Correct. gets wrecked with five to go off the third green white checker or whatever. No, Hemmer Hemmer's going to be. I I think. You can already say it's going to be one of those guys once once he gets that first one, the floodgates are just going to open. And I'm pretty sure the 20 car for next year in Xfinity is the uh, open seat car. Anthony, right. I'm going to have to do it to you again. It's not. It's a 54. Wrong. Again. Yes. Who, who, oh, I'm sorry. No, you know what? Yeah, because Harrison Burton. I completely shit yes. the bed on that one. I didn't even think that Harrison Burton was full-time. Joke's mm-hmm. on me. Um, Harrison's actually going to be a huge threat to, you know, I like the championship. Him Cindric, and Cindric might win 15 races, but besides that, I could not tell you who the final four is. I don't know um, if Cindric's going to win. I think Cindric is just very gets very hot at the right time. Cindric was always a good road course guy, and then last year figured out the ovals. And like oh, for him we, to come back have, like, seven with the same team without Chase Briscoe, it's going to be in freaking saying what he does. Yeah, but now he's going to have full time AJ Allmendinger. That's true, but I courses. feel like even I mean he's going to be the only. Comp- <laughs> I want to say only competitive for it because that sounds so mean, but like low key. <laughs> um, okay, listen then. Riley Herbst <laughs> will get a couple top 15s. You, you calm down yeah, over there. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but I basically, know. there really only are two competitive Fords. I mean, I don't think there's anyone else driving a Ford next mm. year. There's only two last year. Brett Moffitt, is that team a Ford? I forget. So, Brett Moffitt, and this is another thing I wanted to get to. He's going to, he's done with trucks. He's basically said, uh, eat my shorts, GMS. I'm going to Xfinity full time. And, Honestly, good for him because he he kind of got left out to dry. It felt like by GMS. Um, See, oh, I gotta do it. To, I gotta do do it to you one more time. Stop doing it to me. What you're wrong. What am I wrong about? He's not only is he going to be full time with uh, our Motorsports the O2 yeah. Chevy. It's a Chevy. He is going to be the full time driver of the Nice Motorsports fifty five or forty five. But he's uh, he's going and he's, I think he's he championship eligible. GMS though, I think he's running. I think eligibility. He's going for the uh, the truck championship. Well, I was mostly saying that he's piecing out on GMS, but okay, you got me. Yes. Yeah, our motorsports. That's a new team, right? or no? It's not. It's a younger team, but not new. Well, <laughs> speaking of which, Tyler Reddick's going to be running some races for their second car, and then there's he is. 
there's these wild rumors spreading that uh, Santucci is going to be coming to Xfinity, and oh god, not not to not to really kind of add fuel to the fire, but inside sources have told me this is basically a done deal, and they're just waiting to announce it. Is that in addition to IndyCar, or is he gone? With IndyCar? I have no idea about that. I think he's probably. I don't think he got a full. He doesn't have full time ride in IndyCar. That's why he's probably looking to do Xfinity next year. I'm going to say if him and Nella Gregson have a run in on track, a a nuke might go off with that this fight. Oh my god, that's I going can't to wait. be beautiful. It's like Dude, Max Verstappen and Nikita Mazepin. <laughs> yeah, if they get into anything next year, it's going to be that'll be fun to watch. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Dude, there's a lot of fun stuff. We didn't even mention the fact that John Hunter and Imacek is just going backwards back to trucks and he's going to be in a, a Kyle Busch car in the four full time. John Hunter and Imacek's winning the championship. I don't even yeah, care that's, what anyone says. He's probably the odds on favorite there. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of good drivers. Like, Ben Rhodes could be coming back. Grant Enfinger is going to look for revenge. Sheldon Creed. Yeah, lots of good drivers over there. So I don't, well, I well, Anthony, what else do we have to talk about? Because high key, I've had a beautiful time outside, but I'm about to melt now because December in sun. Florida is still 80 degrees, for those wondering. Well, I don't have too much else going on. Um, you know, just want to give a... Shouts out for our 2020 partners for helping us grow the podcast so much this year, stadiumscene.tv. Make sure to check them out if you are a podcaster, video content creator, or just a blogger. They can help you grow your uh, independent podcast. And who knows? Maybe you get an opportunity to be on a racing podcast with a famous track and get to meet some cool people. You never Mm -hmm. know what can happen, but with stadiumscene.tv... You give yourself an opportunity. Make sure to check out their MVP network. Me, We've done it this year. We've literally spent almost no money out of pocket, and it's honestly come back to us through these awesome opportunities that we've had to grow our podcast. And, you know, it's really cool. Um, so definitely check out stadiumscene.tv if you're a content creator and check them out as we move into the NBA season. I, I Kevin, I can't believe it, but, you know, we got a season in basketball starting in like a week. And Tampa has a basketball team now. We the South, baby. Dude, we the South. And Drake is in town, I'm sure. Just love it. Dude, strip club capital of Florida. Like, Drake is loving it here, probably. <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait to see him at Mons. Um, what else is there? Oh, I, I got some news I wanted to drop. I'm going to be working on uh, getting merch out by the end of 2020. Uh, now that we got some cool stuff happening, I think we need merch. Oh, we definitely merch. Yeah, so uh, guys, feel free to um, let us know on Twitter what kind of merch you want us to drop. I'm thinking maybe some hats and maybe two different types of shirts. Like, you know, I I have a buddy who has a, a printer for shirts, so you know we'll we'll get those out. Will the quality be great? I don't know, but it's the aesthetic. See? Also, be on the lookout for a pretty revamped uh, Instagram. I know I'm gonna start kind of taking over the forefront yeah. on that regard so i'm trying to get some some cool content content out for y'all we really for next year we want to uh get in the habit of trying to get you all more involved in our points system Mm -hmm. for the the podcast we were talking about it a little bit on friday saying like hey if you participate every week and beat us like we will let you not only host but like we will give you merch we'll 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 spoil you yeah we'll we'll definitely treat you like the king that you are or queen so definitely, you know, we'll, we're going to be working on getting that out there. I'm going to probably talk to Steve about getting how I can get a fantasy website working mm-hmm. or something smart, where we smart. can place our picks properly. I don't know. I can 
figure that one out. So that's going to be really cool if we can get that working. I'm really looking forward to it. I am not looking forward to, however, to the potential of losing my crown to a random fan. That's going to be very unfortunate when that does happen. Well, I'm going to win it next year, so you don't yeah, worry no, about that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, dude, I'm going back-to-back next year. Don't even don't even try it. Matthew's going for back-to-back number one picks. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Good for him. I believe him. I mean, dude, we, we all know that. We got a... Oh, I think another cool thing is we got a methy face reveal. On, we did. Uh, on the Beautiful Pokemon man. podcast. Beautiful man. Dude, that's Beautiful a great man. card collection. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm very jealous. Mine uh, needs to be a little more organized. I'm able to show it off like he does. I have, like, fucking 15 of the same cars. I, I got, like, a bunch of John Andretti cars in cereal boxes as a kid. Oh, man. Well, well alrighty. Okay. I think yeah. that's uh, it for right. today. Yeah. yeah, make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast, uh, Instagram at LTLN Podcast. Now that's getting fixed. We're going to be, uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. I think we're on Amazon Podcast now. Um, and we will be on YouTube in 2021. Yes. I am officially going to announce that we are going to be working on some stuff all over the off season since me and Kevin are yet to get to hang out potentially maybe a live episode might get thrown out there we're we're working on some stuff where we're gonna try and do something in an Applebee's <laughs> maybe maybe a B-dubs maybe whichever one has a good special because I'm a sucker for for good appetizers and both those places have fire appetizers but yeah that's welcome I guess welcome back <laughs> we're back <laughs> we're back baby <laughs> so yeah until the next episode I have been Anthony and I have been Kevin love you guys bye Bye.